Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to talk about Sergei Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades. What's at stake? I almost forgot Curtis's name for a second there. I don't know why they put Curtis's name on the second to Sergei. Shouldn't Curtis be the first name and then Sergei second? I don't know. Maybe because I think Curtis has been at the top for so long, he deserves that first. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I wanted to talk about this fight specifically. Because I want to ask the question, what's at stake for this fight? Because it seems like there's a lot at stake. I think the obvious one is that whoever wins this fight will be getting a shot at the title. At least that's my opinion. Because we have John Jones versus Stipe Miocic next, which should be going down in July apparently. But people are now saying that it's not going to happen in July. It's going to happen later this year. So... We're all waiting for that fight. I don't even think we should be making this fight right now. I think John should be fighting the winner of this fight personally. But I guess John wants Stipe. The UFC wants John to fight Stipe. Of course, Stipe wants to fight John. So the UFC is going to make that. And I get that fight based on a legacy standpoint. Both guys are legends. Stipe is arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time. John Jones is arguably the greatest of all time, and he is looking to build a legacy for himself at heavyweight now, and it will be a huge win, a huge name under his belt if he defeats Stipe. So I understand in a name perspective why this fight makes sense, but fight perspective, I don't get it. I feel like Stipe, this guy is retired semi-retired at this point i thought after that defeat to francis he was done he hasn't fought in over two years now and yeah i just don't understand how he's getting a title shot coming off of a defeat that happened two years ago so that's why i don't understand this fight and that's why i believe the winner of sergey pavlovich and curtis blades should be fighting for the belt next, but since they're going to have to wait to see what happens with John Jones and Stipe, I guess that's what's going to happen after whoever wins this fight. They'll fight the winner of John versus Stipe. But hey, honestly, I could even see the UFC making a rematch, for example, if Stipe defeats John. That's a high possibility for that to happen. So they might, they may have to wait a little bit more. Anyways. That's what's on stake for this fight for both men. A shot at the title because there's not really any other contenders in this division aside from these two guys. There's other contenders, but I think this fight will solidify the number one contender outside of Stipe. I don't even think Stipe is the number one contender. I don't even know what I'm saying. So, like, I think this solidifies the legit number one contender in the heavyweight division and yeah that's the biggest stake in this fight whoever wins this should be fighting for the title next but let's go to each individual now what's at stake for Sergey Pavlovich and honestly there's not much it's mostly the shot at the title right now he's on a five fight win streak is a five or four and all of them have been first round finishes. Like this guy has been a monster. Five fight win streak coming off of wins against um, Marcello Gom, Maurice Green, Shamil Abdurakimov. And those are names that, okay, whatever. But I think the most impressive wins as of recent for him have been against Derek Lewis and Taitui Vasa. That 
knockout against Tai Tuivasa was insta- was insane, man. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, this guy is just this guy is brutal. This guy is gonna be trouble for a lot of fighters at heavyweight. And with this five fight win streak, he has now gone seventeen and one. His only defeat being against Alistair Overeem back in twenty eighteen. This was at a time when Sergey was only 23 years old. Was he only 23 years old at that point? That was five years ago. So five minus 30. <laughs> Got to do some mental math here. Uh, I guess I was like, tw- tw- he was 25 at the time. So 28, 2018. Yeah, he was like 25, 24, maybe. I don't know. But that was um, that was a while back. And that was also his debut in the UFC fighting Alistair Overeem in your UFC debut is a big task and I think he took that fight on short notice too let me see if that's the case I don't know if he took that fight on short notice maybe I'm just pulling things out of my ass at this point Uh, but still fighting a legend like Alistair Overeem in your UFC debut is actually insane and I guess he just wasn't ready because um Alistair was able to bring the fight down, throw ground and pound that forced the ref to step in. And yeah, that was his only defeat ever since then. He has just been on a crazy tear, knocking out everyone in the first round. He's only had two fights that have gone to the decision. And one of those decisions were was a five-round fight. So this guy has proven that he could go five rounds. And he's also proven that he could finish the fight early. So that's a very interesting thing to think about. And yeah, just aside from that defeat to Alistair, this guy is has been perfect. He has been looking very good. A lot of promise for his career ever since. And yeah, there's not really much to say about what's on the line here for him because there really isn't. Let's say he loses to... Curtis Blades at this fight night. I don't think his stock goes down that much, to be honest. I think he he'll be like a couple of wins away from a title shot, even if he loses to Curtis in this fight. So, and he's only thirty years old. Being thirty years old in the heavyweight division is like pretty impressive, you know. Like this guy still has a long career. Like most of these heavyweights peak at. 35 to 40 you know so for him to be doing this at the age of 30 there's still a lot of room to grow and we may not even be seeing sergey's prime yet which is a scary thing to think about but you know what's funny that i just realized his debut against alistair overeem was on the same fight night where curtis fought francis Ngannou for a second time this was in china beijing and it's interesting how this is the case because it feels like Curtis is coming full circle because if you don't remember that second fight with Francis, he got knocked out 45 seconds into the first round, second defeat to Francis, and it was another finish. This time it was quicker. And this has been the issue for Curtis's career. He has been a top level heavyweight for so long, beating the best of the best but then once he's close to a shot at the title once he's he got a he gets a run for himself it looks like he's close to fighting for the title he ends up getting knocked out whether it was by Francis Ngannou or whether it was by Derek Lewis I almost said Derek Blades but Derek Lewis remember 
he was basically beating Derek for most of this fight, and then Derek connects with that uppercut, knocks Curtis out cold. And yeah, man, like aside from that, Curtis just looks amazing. His, one of his most impressive performances for me was that win against, um, what's his name, Alistair Overeem. Remember that, where he brought him to the ground, started throwing like crazy elbows, cut Alistair open badly. That was very impressive to me. He also have, has wins over Junior Dos Santos, Alexander Volkov, Jarzinho Rosenstrike. His last win was against Tom Aspinall, which is an impressive win on paper, but this fight ended 15 seconds into the first round because of Tom injuring his knee right away. And it was it was unfortunate that that had to happen. I really wanted to see how that fight was going to play out between the two. And honestly, it would have told us a lot in regards to this fight with Sergei Pavlovich because if Curtis looked good against Tom Aspinall, in my opinion, it would have been a clear-cut decision that I'd be picking Curtis for this fight. But regardless, he is now fighting Sergei Pavlovich. What's at stake for him? And what's at stake is finally jumping that hurdle of being a top heavyweight gatekeeper per se into actual title contention fighting for the title because this guy should have been fighting for the title years ago but because he always has that one defeat that sets him back he's always just not been able to get a shot at the title and it's been by brutal knockout too so it's just like it, it sucks that he's such a talented fighter probably the best wrestler in the heavyweight division but whenever he's close to actually fighting for the belt he ends up losing so is that going to be the case when he fights Sergei Pavlovich again and honestly it seems like this is the perfect opportunity for that to happen again because he's fighting a very heavy hitter a guy who has been finishing everyone in the first round and this is Curtis's kryptonite going up against heavy hitters who he could out wrestle but then once they catch him it's done for him. So that's why this fight for me is like, it's such a hard one to pick because it could either go two ways. I think it's 50, 50 dead set on either Sergey knocks him out or Curtis out wrestles him. It's one or the other. There's no like, you know what? I'm leaning more towards that. I'm leaning more towards that. It's a flip of the coin type of pick in my opinion. So for Curtis, I think there's much more at stake for him because he needs to get that shot at the title. And if he doesn't, he's always going to be that gatekeeper at heavyweight. A very good fighter can beat most of the fighters in his division, but is unable to ever fight for the belt. And I think it's going to be really bad if that happens again against Sergei Pavlovich this weekend, because it's like, man, we are basically losing all hope when it comes to Curtis at this point the guy is so good but he can never get there he'll be like a Kenny Florian at least Kenny Florian fought for the belt um what's a better example maybe like a Rafael Asuncao um who was that guy at flyweight that would always be close to fighting for the title he was a Brazilian fighter let me know in the comments you know who I'm talking about ah uh, man it's bothering me now he was in the UFC always so close to fighting for the title and then he would end up just losing and never fight for the title. I got to check it right now because 
it's bothering me. Joseph Benavidez fought him. <laughs> this is on the on the clock uh, research right now. Uh, I got it. I ha I have to know. You know, Cusier Formiga, that guy, man. Um, always so close. Was one of the top flyweights, but just ended up becoming a gatekeeper because whenever he was close to fighting for the belt, he'd end up not fighting for the belt i forgot wait but he did fight for the vacant oh no he didn't fight for the vacant belt this is joseph benavidez but yeah just always been so close never able to fight for the belt and that may be the case for curtis blades especially if he's unable to get past sergey pavlovich in this fight so yeah i i hope that he can change that narrative it'd be nice to see but there's also a good chance that it's going to be the same narrative again. So that's why I think most of the pressure is on Curtis to win this fight. And that's why the stakes are greater for him. But what do you think? What are your thoughts on this fight? What are the stakes for this fight? Who has more pressure to get the win? But that's a lot for now. So I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.